Welcome back to System of Trivia, the podcast where one of these things is not like the other. I'm Brent. I'm definitely not Peyton. And as Jathan has stated, and if I have hinted at, Peyton is not with us. Peyton has Woo! just had a child Oops. again. <laughs> oh my god. No, because it was... Again, that guy's always just, having uh, kids. He's been pregnant six times in the last three months. No, I, well, first of all, that's biologically impossible, but we all know that you're a little bit rusty on the reproduction facts. So I'll let it slide. <laughs> that's why I but, live in my own world over here. I think Peyton what? is pregnant. <laughs> it explains the Texas Roadhouse pregnant incident perfectly. You think Peyton is pregnant? <laughs> I know he's all got... Right. He, there's something going on with him. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. To be totally so upfront is... with all of you, because I would never lie to a listener. Never. I've had a couple of drinks. Yeah, he pre-gamed a little bit, guys. And I'm still going. So, on that note, what are you drinking? No, this is way too early. Oh. We, we still, well, we're I don't still do this part. Easing into this. I'm, I'm, I'm thrown off by the lack of pain. <laughs> You don't have anyone to riff against? Well, it's not just that. Like, normally coming into this, I feel like I have to come out swinging a little bit. Like, Peyton's going to uh-huh. say something, I'm going to have to beat him down. and Or at least defend n- yourself, yeah. And now there's nobody to beat except myself. <laughs> so do now, not do that on air, please. <laughs> please do not jazz on me. <laughs> <laughs> please do not. Please do not jazz on me, yes. What is that's a that's a bot alias, right? What did I no, find that to? No, I literally said something in IRC one time. I was like, "Get fucking jazzed!" And Brent just had, like a dead serious conversation. We're like getting excited about something. I'm yeah. trying to like hype people up, and Brent is just like, "Please do not jazz on me." <laughs> it's true, but I feel like it was so funny that we ended up adding it as a sys bot alias. It might be I... in there, but I don't know about it. Yeah, I'll have to search the <laughs> SQLite database. Oh man! Wow. Jeez, man. It's been no, a long time since it's just been the two of us. Yeah, this yeah, feels, uh, season one It feels was nice. the last time. I've got kind of like a, a weird, i got a weird thing going on. <laughs> well, it's because we've known each other for like ten years. So you, you know? automatically, like, oh, I've known you for ten years. Every time we hang out, now I get aroused. No, what, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying we have we have a, a sense of chemistry and rapport oh, because we've known each other for ten years. chemistry that's arousing. <laughs> this is love, isn't Would it? You, I'm in I'm love. I'm not aroused. I don't know about you, but I am not aroused. <laughs> well, I don't tell you how to live your life, so you fuck <laughs> off. I'll be aroused if I want. <laughs> I've heard of the safety dance, but that's ridiculous. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what? What are you and have you been drinking? No, I thought you were supposed to talk about the topics now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's, it's throwing me off. I, well, I threw you off with my arousal. I'm... My arousal has gotten in the way. That's... It's a big arousal. Something has come up between us. <laughs> That's true. Can that is true. <laughs> no, no, I'm loving this. This is great. I'm sure the listeners oh, now are, you're are in having love a too. blast. No, I said I'm loving love this. Not other. in love. No, loving, not dad. in love. They are. <laughs> like, wait, you want to be in love with your dad? That's no. weird. Well, it depends if it's you. <laughs> if okay. it's Peyton, then no. I don't okay. like. Never mind, that's prejudice. I was gonna say I don't I don't love pregnant people. What <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well now you said it, so it doesn't it doesn't even matter. I'm well, not even bleep I'm not bleeping that no, out. No, that's fine. Because okay. I prefaced it with that was prejudice, people know that I was joking. What? It's like saying no, like that's like saying no offense but and right. then saying something intentionally super offensive. Okay, well, 
I'm sorry. I don't think you're very sorry. You don't sound sorry. <laughs> Anyways. I'm sorry. We're going to be talking mostly about distributed, federated, centralized systems. Decentralized systems. Centralized and decentralized. Well, I'm they're saying different. We're going to be talking about these things and then the inverse One's got of them. the D and one doesn't. What? Oh my gosh. I'm not wrong. We, can, no. No, you're not wrong. First time for everything, baby. What? <laughs> <laughs> I like Drunk Jathan. Drunk Jathan admits that kind of stuff. Uh, but my point being, no, it's we're going to be talking about them and then the inverse of them, right? So federated and unfederated, centralized, centralized and, and decentralized. decentralized. Yeah. Yes. All right. I don't know what you would call the opposite of distributed, localized. I guess non-distributed, undistributed, no, indistributed. I, I, I want to say singular. localized. Singular, eh, I like localized better. A single point of failure. Well, right, but we're going to talk more about that specifically during the topics. We're also going to be talking... Actually, you know what? No, I'll just... Cause I'm going to say it right now. Oh. Are you ready for this? This is going to be stupid, everybody. <laughs> what is it? Okay, so, about the spy chips thing that... Oh that my got god, you wrong! Everything I was fired right. up last episode. I was so right. That's right. There's, as I... I just wanted to mention that I have been updating the notes for S3E, what, 17? S3E17? Uh, right? I don't, I don't that was last, know. last episode. The one that was before this one. Right. Previous episode, I'm almost positive it's S3E17. I've been updating the notes for it. I've been, you know, updating with new information that comes out. So far, it, there is... I was right. Still both, no, no, both sides are still saying, no, you're wrong and we're right, with no actual proof. Nobody's provided any proof so far. So, you know, I mean, who knows at this point? All I know is both have skin in the game. And they are, you know, they, they both got something to lose if they're wrong. So that that's why both are doubling down. But I don't know if we're ever going to really know what's true. Right. Oh, you can say that about a lot the of things. The internet is a lie. The, <laughs> the internet, is, the internet doesn't actually exist. And this has been Jason on life. What? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So take it or leave it, friends. <laughs> so in... Probably take it. I think it's William Gibson no novels. They talk about cyberspace and they define it as the, like a shared consensual hallucination or, or something like that. I'll find the exact wording and put it in the notes, but I'm just like, that's basically life. That's philosophy 101, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Moving on. Jathan, what are you and have you been drinking? <laughs> right. Right. This is something new that I've never had on air before, but I've definitely had it. So that means I'll be linking to it, yeah. I am drinking Boulder Bourbon, which is produced in Boulder by Vapor Distillery. And at Vapor this ex Distillery? Vape Life? Yo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. So Vapor is one of my... They have a tasting room in Boulder, and it's between where I work and where I live. So very often I will stop there on the way home from work, and it sounds great. Like, oh, I'm going to have a drink, and then I'm going to drive home, and it'll be great. That sounds bad, but it's fine. <laughs> but what happens What happens more often mm -hmm. is uh, I have like 10 drinks, and then I have to take an Uber home. And then I still have to go back to Boulder to get my car, so... Right. So you end up needing to take two Ubers. Yes, or take the bus, which is nice. But mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of theirs. They make really awesome stuff. If you like gin especially, their gin is fucking phenomenal. I like uh, gin and tonic because I'm an 80-year-old man. Well, when you come to Boulder to hang out with me, we'll go there. Okay. Fair enough. I'll tone down my um Your my love arousal. for me? <laughs> Your arousal? Okay. It will not that's, fit at the tasting room. That's good. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's good to hear. Although, with, we do have that one photo of us at Hope with me, like, like 
Yes, Predator. That was the predatorily. First that was that was the first. <laughs> he was he was so close. It was just inevitable. Arousal part one. I can't wait for that's a new caption <laughs> for that photo. I think I might make that and this, a bot this episode title. <laughs> I think Arousal I might name this one. episode Arousal Part One, and then just never make a part two. Oh, whatever. How, how angry we have an episode like that. I have one called the Isolation Chamber Part One. And then there's no part two, hmm. because that was the one I, I had to do by myself, because you were busy. Well. Anyways, what was I, I was going to say something, and I can't remember what it was now. It's gone. It's, it's absolutely gone. Lost to the annals of time. <laughs> That's a nice throwback. Pew, pew. Right, I was going to talk about what I'm drinking. Oh. Are you done? Did you well, finish? I'm, I'm never really done, but for right now, <laughs> I'll take a pause. Okay. Did you say everything that you are and have been drinking? Yeah, that's it. Okay. I, I don't... Yes. Well, I'm like a purist, you know? Most of the time I just drink whiskey. Mm-hmm. So all I've had was Boulder bourbon. And like, right now, I will admit, I'm drinking it in an old-fashioned. There you go. I that's, made it. That's fancy. I don't think I'll be sober enough to make more old-fashioned, <laughs> so I'll probably have to just drink bourbon from now on. Okay. okay. It's easy to mix that. Make sure you, you drink it with a lifted pinky. Oh, right. It's, it's a classy. Will you include a photo of me if I provide you with one for this episode? Sure. Oh, but you right. you say you always say that and then you nope, never I'm actually give right me a photo. It. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. You talk. I'm drinking. I'll, I'll photo. I'm drinking <sighs> green tea because I I like green tea and I you know I do have my water. But I, I'm also excited about this. I'm drinking a uh, let's see. I believe it's the Porterhouse. It's an Ireland brewing company, and it's called. It's in Gaelic, so I'm not sure if I'm saying this right. Brunblasta. <laughs> it is also titled The Tasty Drop. So it's an ale. It's a, I think it's a brown ale, maybe? I've had it before. It's it's delicious. Now, it, it is an actual, authentic Irish beer. Uh-oh. And the ring to pop the bottle cap off just broke. So now I have no way, it looks like, of, of getting this open short of pliers. So I'm going to have you... <laughs> maybe go into the news and handle all of the news while I try and find a pair of pliers. Okay. <laughs> well, that's you, weird. I only read the one that? I was responsible for, but... Okay, all right. Do your news. This is not Wait. with the news. <laughs> yeah. no, so, okay, do your articles. And, no, I'm doing, like, I'm doing them all. all of them Shut up. Go do your... <laughs> go do yeah, you. Okay. Okay. So, Windows 10 will banish Spectre slowdowns with Google's Retpoline patch. We don't know how the fuck to say that word, because it's not a real word. Retpoline or Retpoline, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Google's Retpoline fix for the Spectre Variant 2 flaw helps minimize performance hit on Windows 10 machines. So, Spectre and Meltdown, two very low-level CPU bugs that affected a lot of people across almost all operating systems earlier this year. Google has found a way to significantly reduce the amount of performance degradation that comes from implementing a flaw for this within OSs. Specifically, at this point, Windows 10 is going to take some steps to implement their fix, and hopefully you'll see better performance. Although, honestly, I haven't heard anybody who's like, damn, ever since I patched for Spectre and Meltdown, like, I'm having a really bad time using my computer, so... This is already in, um, oh, Rel and... I'm still here. I, I'm using my knife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so other OSs have had this for a while. Google published it. Thank, thank them for that. It's not really, like, a big deal in my opinion, but it is news. If you got Windows 10, you're going to see an update that's going to patch for this. Come on. You may yeah. see some performance benefit. I'm very highly 
Doubtful that that's true. I got it off. Number two, a vulnerability was found in LibSSH's server-side state machine before versions 0.7.6 and 0.8.4, depending which line you're using. A malicious client could create channels without first performing authentication, resulting in unauthorized access. The original source that we had for this was from Cisco because it may or may not affect some Cisco hardware. We will also link to the MITRE CVE. In any case, this is not OpenSSH. So don't mm-hmm. be confused. If you're using like OpenSSH server on your machines, you're totally fine. If you're using LibSSH for any purposes by way of their API or whatever, there's some Jabber that uses it. I don't really know what uses yeah, LibSSH. It's, it's a C library. It looks like a, a lot standalone, of Cisco Nexus yeah. routers use them. It's an open source standalone C library. Yeah. So if Most of the it, time, it's going to be the client implementation that they use. The server implementation of LibSSH is only using like some embedded stuff and that's it but yeah yeah in any case if you're using it somewhere in a personal project or you have hardware that you think may be affected (laughs) probably look at the cve and also if you're using cisco hardware check out their announcement that we will link to and Mm -hmm. patch your shit accordingly mitigate whatever you have to do number three a mysterious gray hat is patching people's outdated microtic routers microtic microtic i say it's microtic but i yeah i don't know yeah That's the problem with these fucking things. But anyway, uh, subheading. Internet Vigilante claims he patched over 100,000 microtic routers already. I'm going to say it your way. Mm -hmm. The hacker who goes by the name of Alexi or Alexi basically says he rushes a a server admin by day, claims to have disinfected... (coughs) Sorry, I'm choking on nothing. Disinfected over 100,000 microtic... Aircocks are the worst. Uh, (laughs) Microtic routers. He's not been trying to hide his actions, and he's actually basically bragged about it on the internet and such. <laughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> Actual death by Aircock. <laughs> so, he says in a statement, I added firewall rules that blocked access to the router from outside the local network. In the mm. comments, I wrote information about the vulnerability and left the address of the at RouterOS Telegram channel where it was possible for them to ask questions. It seems like most people probably were pretty pissed off about this. Alexi, Alexi, if you're listening, probably go fuck yourself. Stay away from my router. Stay away from everybody's router. If they don't patch their own shit, they fucking deserve whatever happens to them, you goddamn Russian commie. Yeah, so I, I do want to I want to talk about this. Yes, I'm drunk and I don't want to talk about it, but I'll listen to you, man. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, it's not going to be too long. I don't the think, fact but... is, just don't fuck with other people's shit, even if yeah. you think it's in the best interest of them. Yeah, so I'm, like, I yeah, I, I get it, like, but... The road to hell is paved with good intentions, first off. Like, that is basically opening yourself up at this point in this political climate for a international incident, whatever that may be, you know, because you've got this Russian guy scanning the internet, you know, with like Mascan or something for open and vuln routers, consumer routers, and then, you know, admittedly connecting to them in an administrative fashion and then altering them. I mean, if he were in the U.S., that'd be a CFAA slapped on his ass right there. No questions asked. There they would don't be a government if... official slapping him in the ass right now. Well, slapping him in the ass yeah. or on the ass? Both. Okay. It's okay. two government officials allowed. <laughs> okay. Arousal. But... <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that's my point, though. Is like, if he were in the U.S., he would be in jail by now. He would be in prison. No questions and asked. And then he'd get a lot of people at his ass. In, in, yes, absolutely. In, at, and around. Sure. There'd be a lot of interest in his ass, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, there would. But no, 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 no. Like, like, he, I get it. I get he wants to do good. I get that he wants to, like, 
you know, like, he just wants to do what he does. And that's fine. That's great and all. But don't. You know, like, <laughs> that's their hardware. They may even require a specific version that happens to be bold. They may, you know, I doubt it, but there are cases where that is the case. And who is he to decide that that isn't the case? Plus, it's really just shady. Like, I don't want you connecting to any of my hardware. I don't care if it's fun or not. Like, <laughs> you know? Stay away from his asshole. Say, exactly. <laughs> Digital or otherwise. But then add on to that the fact that he's Russian and, you know, think what you want. There's a lot of discussion in, in the U.S. culture right now about Russian digital attacks, whatever it may consist of. So, like, maybe be sensitive to that and not do it and then not be proud of it, you know? Like, just think for once. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. This was great. Thank you. This has Thanks. Been, this has been Payton with the news. <laughs> It's been two not paid ins with the news. Yeah, but notice how great it was. What? <laughs> oh my god! I'm totally kidding. Peyton, Rude. by the way, uh, <laughs> congratulations on having a child. I'm sorry yep, I insinuated that perhaps you birthed it. I think it was all. <laughs> though I'm not sure. We all. Oh, should I not have said her name? Now I don't know. Fuck. Well, we can bad edit it. Just, just bleep out her name. Every time Jathan said it retroactively. Hey, I'm drunk. Just forgive me. Sorry. Sorry. No, I feel like he's said her name on air, though. Probably. We'll ask him. We'll have to ask him. Yeah, we'll just we ask got, him. I mean, we got, Maybe we we could got ask a week her. and a half. Fuck Peyton. We could ask her, but she's usually not in IRC or anything. Yeah, but so. let's just show up. <laughs> you can, you're just going to show up. I from think they Colorado. would welcome me with open arms. Well, yeah, but from Colorado? It's not that you're just... bad. <laughs> okay. Anyways, are you ready to talk about our actual topic? Do you think I'm ready? Because I seem pretty ready to me. You, I feel like you are so lubricated with alcohol right lubricated. now. I can tell you to Stay fly away from to my the ash. moon and you would do it. <gasps> oh, wait. Can I talk about something that's unrelated? It's kind of like a news item, though. Uh, Just very quickly. Maybe. I'm so excited. Please. Mm. Please. It's also got to do with lubrication. <laughs> Fine. We can always cut it out if we need to. Go. My local Grubhub people now deliver Taco Bell. <laughs> right, right. I can drink as much as I want and still have Taco Bell. That's Everybody true. who listens to this podcast for more than like a year knows mm -hmm. how much that means to me. I will wake up tomorrow and I can't do anything. I'm going to smile from ear to ear all weekend. It's going to get fucking stuck on my face because of how great that is. I... <sighs> yeah, I <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I guess we didn't go at home. You're... Yeah, well, this past hope, yeah, we we did uh, we did miss it. Yeah, fucking bummer. And that's probably going to be the last hope I go to. No, we're going now because of Taco Bell. So no, no, we'll just go to New York and get Taco Bell and then come back. How about that? Or we could eat in Pennsylvania, It'd be like fucking nine times cheaper. We we could, but then where's the fun in that, Chapon, of renting a shitty well, room at in Pennsylvania? Hotel Pennsylvania? I, well. Yeah, there's a lot of pros and cons. We'll make a list. <laughs> Maybe yeah, there's there's nothing like running an overpriced room at Hotel Pennsylvania. Yeah, where your room looks like it's from 1920. Well, it is. <laughs> Touche. So, they yeah, good... I I still don't think they actually did any renovations. Well, there's no refrigerator. There's no there's no so refrigerator. Don't buy any beer that you want to keep cold. There's no safe. Yeah, yeah. There's never been a fridge in our room. Sometimes there might be a shower that works. If you're lucky. And the yeah. bed might not have bed bugs. I did not have bed bugs. No, I don't think I've neither. ever had bed bugs at Hope. Nah, there but, was some scuttlebutt last but it's, two years it ago. It is the type of hotel 
where I would expect it. You know? Yeah. All right. Like I wouldn't Let's be not shit on them. It. They're nice enough. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know, they're yeah. still overpriced for what they are. Yeah. And they're overrated just because they have history. I'm like, yeah, it's great that you got a song from you know a jazz group way back when a big band group but like you know that doesn't make you great look all i'm saying jathan is make hotel pennsylvania great again i'm gonna run for office on that <laughs> please vote for me i'll also That's make like sure that we have fucking Grubhub delivered taco bell everywhere are you gonna be two planks right there third plank be... third here... plank no 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 hear me out third plank yeah. uh-huh Yes? I don't. I gotta think about it. I don't know. <laughs> Are you gonna be running in direct opposition to Edita when she runs for president? No. In 2030? No, no, no. 2032? I will respectfully run when she's done. Okay. If the country is still here. <laughs> which is not a statement Whoa. about her. Okay. But more so... Fair enough. I think that people who mm-hmm. edit audio probably aren't <laughs> politicians, so... You aren't either. Yes. You aren't a no, politician. I am. I'm a doctor, a no, scientist, you're... and a politician. <laughs> you are... Everybody knows this about me. <laughs> You it's are in my bio on things. Tinder, so you are no. no I Have guarantee you even seen they aren't. On Tinder? No, but I guarantee that those are your, your bio. Arousal. Let's move on. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've kind of missed this. I'm not gonna lie. You're so much more animated when it's just us because you and i have history we've got i know we we do we've, got we've done years, this for so fucking it's... years before we had a podcast we used to just do this for the fuck of it well we didn't have a point to it though we would just yell at each other i know it was just screaming it was mostly me yelling at you because i'm competent and you're not no no because you, i knew because how to the use gen 2 and you didn't no that's also not because true. i set up all the things and you don't no keep trying i'm good and you're bad no, that's not it either. All right, agree to disagree. Let's move on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So just the types of system deployments, well, I can say. No, I'm going to back up. The yeah. other day in IRC, mm-hmm. I walked away from my computer for a while, which I try to do, but I'd never do. And when I came <laughs> back, I was like disconnected from fucking all my networks, my mm. like private channels mm-hmm. I was banned from and shit. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And for a long time in the last like... I'd say, like, the last year, like, Freenode has had a lot of fucking hiccups on IRC. Mm. They've, ha- they've still, had a lot of hiccups. Still doing better than, like, Slack and shit. Well, yes, and we're going to get to that. But Okay. I mean, you know we're going to bring it up. Yeah. But, but I came back, and I was, like, not connected to anything. I was like, what the fuck's going on? So I just use the opportunity. I don't disconnect. I have, like, one one VPS that I use for, like, IRC and shit like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, all right, whatever. I may as well run some fucking updates. I know there's a kernel update. I'll reboot. Everything will come back. It'll be great. So that right. that's what happened. But I started bitching in IRC. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I don't fucking... Yes, you were. I don't wanna, yeah, I was real mad. I don't want to deal with this shit. Like, it's a fucking... real mad. Shut up. It's a Wednesday. I don't want to deal with this. So, <laughs> somebody in our channel who we like very much, I guess, enough... I think we could say they're Nick. I can't yeah, remember no, who it was. It, it was A. Mayer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You know, he's like, yeah, he's a cool dude. Somebody else said, ATG said, oh, it was a net split. And A. Mayer was like, oh, what's a net split? Mm-hmm. And as if he'd never experienced that, which I'm not bashing you, A. Mayer. Thank you for being you. But <laughs> like, it happens all the fucking time on IRC. So like, I don't know how to you, you maybe. Well, I, yes, I joined the Somali server server. So that's how I connect. <laughs> okay. And sometimes the pirates take it. But <laughs> You know, Keep some going. other pirates. So, yeah, I know. I got it. I got it. So in any case, we started talking a little bit about what a net split was and how that really looked to the, the IRC network versus a client and why a client couldn't necessarily detect it and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. And that was how we came up with the episode topic for tonight, which now you can lead in with because I've given the backstory. You're welcome. Well, yeah. So I thought we'd start by talking about, first of all, distributed systems. 
And also federated versus unfederated or non-federated or localized or however you want to say it. And centralized versus decentralized systems. Yeah. And the differences between those. Yeah. So let's start with, let's start by talking about authentication. Okay. Federated authentication versus non-federated. Oh boy. I got to yeah, yeah, no, that's oh. a, a good so, example. So how many people here have heard of Shibboleth? How many people here? Yeah, raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I mean, I'm familiar with the word. I'm not sure. You don't know what Shibboleth authentication is? I've, no. No shit. I mean, I, I might have read about it once or twice. Okay, well, this is awesome because I'm I teaching you something for does. once, right? I can guess what so it is. So I does. just sent you a link. But essentially, it's basically like a single sign-on system, but it's hosted somewhere. So like at the University of Colorado, for example, we have Shibboleth authentication. And so like we have subscriptions to outside services like lynda.com, for example. Mm -hmm. So you go to lynda.com, you put in your CU email address, and it redirects you actually to a University of Colorado page. You authenticate. There's some kind of token authentication that goes on. You get passed back to Lynda. You know, if you've worked with OAuth libraries before. I was just about to say it's it's It's, like OAuth or Twitter or Gmail. I don't know how they actually differ, so don't hold me to that. It's like OAuth thing. (laughs) Or OpenID. OpenID, like sure, open whatever. ID. Yeah. In any case, that is a federated authentication system. That's true. That is, yeah. So to put this into a sort of definition by example situation, I don't know mm-hmm. what the word for that is. <laughs> you know, federated authentication is like a centralized authentication schema or what's the word I'm looking for? Not a schema, but a, a method, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, method it, It's works, a single so. point of access for authentication. And unfederated is like, Oh, you're logging into this service, so you authenticate with this service, and it's not accessing anything external, and it's not one account. Like, So let's just start there. What are the benefits to one versus the other? I think you're actually confusing that with the centralized. Federated no. is if it's one point. Right. Federated Unfederated authentication, like is, lets you... You authenticate against the University of Colorado, even if you're accessing mm-hmm. an external service like lynda.com. That's federated. It's a single trusted... Okay, so email is non-federated. Because everybody, in theory, can turn up their own email server and have it work with other emails. We're talking about different protocols and, like, things, though. No, I get it, but I'm giving examples of what federated is, and then I'll get into, actually, centralization and decentralization in a second. XMPP is defederated or unfederated, right? Because you can turn up your own XMPP server, but still communicate Uh, with other XMPP networks. You're thinking of centralized and decentralized, and I'm talking about federated and unfederated. I... That is not true. Federated has to do with ownership. Twitter is federated. Mastodon is unfederated. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, look, if I go to Google and type in federated... I don't know. If I go to Google and type in federated versus, uh-huh. one of the first results is federated versus centralized. Okay. So... And what does it tell you? What does it tell you they are? Uh, this is unhelpful. The internet's fucking trash, man. <laughs> When I was a kid, the internet was good. You could go to Google, you could type in <laughs> anything, and whatever it spit back, it was true. Oh, no. No. So, what's interesting is this is an episode mm-hmm. where neither of us knows what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> so No, I do, but like, well, you, it's about terminology, which gets kind of gray. You did, and now you don't. Well, look it up and tell me how I'm wrong then. Tell me how federated, how okay. email is federated, for instance, instead okay, so of Okay, here, so here's the thing. Yes. Federated is the concept with which many people are most comfortable. On the surface, mm-hmm. it means less disruption to existing architectures and processes while sure. still achieving the single view of a product. Contrast yep. that with centralized, which involves consolidation, changes in the direction and integration of data, and changes to operations. With those optics, who would choose anything but federated? 
This is not helpful. The internet is fucking trash. <laughs> Let's just cancel. No, we're not canceling. We'll do this. It's all I right. think that federated is more of like an interoperability thing, like information sharing, <sighs> where it centralizes like an actual locational method. This is getting away from everything we were supposed yeah, to talk no, about. Yeah, no, I... So, so, so we're like, leading into so, it. So but like, I, I if can... we're talking about... Let's... Don't talk about... Just talk about auth right now. Okay. All right. Federated we'll authentication off. versus centralized authentication. What does that really mean? Let's Central build this auth definition would be together. single sign-on. I don't think they're exclusive. They're federated exclusive. auth would be single federated sign-on, auth, right? Single sign-on, I think, could include federated, yes. But federated auth can still be decentralized, right? Like, you yes. can go to... You can go to lynda.com and sign in with Facebook or your institution or whatever. That's decentralized, mm-hmm. though, right? Yes. Central auth is you log into one thing for all the things. I'm good so at like English. Op- <laughs> I am a scholar. So that'd everybody. be like yeah. OpenID, where it's intended to be one thing. Or Active Directory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LDAP, I guess, would be centralized. Yeah. Well, see, that's difficult, though, because you can have, well, you can so, have, yeah, like, because a round-robin active of directory both. server, right? Yeah, no, I mean, well, I don't deal with Windows, so I don't think in AD, but I think in LDAP. And in LDAP, yeah, absolutely, you can have either your, you can have, like, sub-DITs split out to different servers. Yeah. Or you can just have a replicated pool. You know, you've got a lot of options, but, yeah, you, can, you can, it doesn't have to be centralized. Um, you know what? I think now would be a good time to, to just put this on hold and talk about distributed. How do you define distributed versus non-distributed? Well, for me, I don't have a lot of experience. Well, that's hard to. I mean, I manage a compute cluster. Right. Which is an interesting way to... All three of these are important concepts to cluster. They're all very different, though. Yes. So I think that we've bitten off more than we can chew. (laughs) No, we just got to find a common ground and then uh, the the building block and then work our way from there. I thought this would be like an easy, short episode, but now it's going to be complicated and long, like my arousal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> when you say arousal do you explicitly mean your penis or do you mean that in a more metaphysical sense really depends on the situation <laughs> okay all right fair enough but no for distributed i think i have an easy definition for okay that. yeah let's stick with something easy because i'm not good at that and then we can go from there yeah yeah yes yeah okay all right so distributed i see as I basically the ideal server structure where you have one single server or you know clustered servers whatever yeah a group of servers we'll say to keep this simple let's stick with web servers because most people get that okay yeah yeah for so, like so s- put it into setting up example. a web server yeah a website a website you would distribute it would be one server for the web server one server for the database server if you have a database backend for your website maybe one server as a caching proxy you know it'd be the roles would be split out into separate servers or groups of servers, right? You don't have one server or one group of servers handling it all. That to me is distributed because you're distributing the roles out. So what about something like HA proxy with load balancing? Is that distributed servers? I mean, that's, do you have multiple load balancers? You know, like two load balancers, four servers underneath. Okay. Well, what are those subservers handling? Are they all, all web, web servers? servers? Yep. Okay, yeah. Running the same application stack. I mean, by, well, yeah, by definition, that's, I guess that's a type of distribution, but you're, it's more of a management on top of that distribution, right? Because you can, you don't need the balancing. You still have four separate, web, shit, you could do that with Robin Robin DNS records. You know? Not as well. Because not there's as well, no logic no. behind it. And there's no heart beating. Yeah, no, no, not as well. Don't get me wrong. But you could. 
You know, okay. it's it's not that it's... As long as we're on the same page there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would say that it is a different... It's part of that distribution. Yeah, sure. But the four web servers would be their own component within that distribution. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got They'd it. be the same group. The yeah. same group. Yep, yep. I think we're on the same page with that. Okay, great. So we've got this building block that we both agree on now, right? First time. <laughs> no, there's been other times. Just not very often. And... I think going back to federated versus centralized, I think versus is the wrong way to approach that because I don't think no, as they're, I they're started not competing say, ideas. Yeah, exactly. They can exist they're together, not competing. They can absolutely sense. exist together. Yeah. yeah. The hard part is clearly defining the difference between them. Yeah. And I think you were onto something where you were talking about centralized refers to the model and federated refers to the. I, I don't know. I forget what you said exactly. Well, it's more of like the. I think it's the. Uh, to me, Federation, it's about, like, the sharing of information. To me, in my mind, Federation is... So it's like... External third party. That's what I hear when I hear... I hear right, exactly, oh, exactly. What, so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's our definition, right? Federated means there's one authoritative source. Yeah. Whether it's a, a company or a specific server, whatever, I would say that is Federation, where the authority of the thing comes into question. Yeah. And then centralized, of course, is versus decentralized is how robust that particular system is yeah yeah okay see that wasn't so hard right well no all right let's keep <laughs> moving with this i like this and you know what okay. people are gonna fucking argue with us and bitch at us nas Biggs is gonna leave a comment on the blog <laughs> but his, his comments are good though no they're good i just wish that you know more people were like him right no right because well, nobody else he, does that nobody else does comment that's true yes mm-hmm Okay, so let's just... You want to talk about benefits versus disadvantages? Well, yeah, of, but that's the hard the part. The three of them? Right, exactly. So well, let's start so then... they're different. They're all different contexts. Let's so... start with just federated systems. Okay, I was going to start with distributed because it's the easiest. I think By it's the easiest for all, right, all of them. All right, then let's start with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, distributed, okay. right? You either have a single web server mm -hmm. that's running... MySQL. Nginx, Nginx, MySQL, yeah, whatever the fuck. You know, UWSGI, everything. Yep. Or PHP you have... Thing. Yeah, or you have three web servers. One is running UWSGI proxying, or one is running Nginx proxying to UWSGI, and one is running MySQL. I also think you can have a single, you could have that application stack running across four nodes, and that is also mm -hmm. distributed. It's a yep. different type of distribution. Uh, but it's, it's more of like this, a failover and load balancing distribution yeah. versus a services exactly. segregation distribution, but they're both distributed. We agree on that? Absolutely. I definitely agree with you on that, yeah. Okay. Now... I think the pros here are pretty easy for non-distributed, right? Cost. Cost is absolutely, you're going to blow a distributed system out of the water, right? I think that depends also. Yeah, well, okay. If you have three systems, right? Mm -hmm. Because a web server is much, and especially if one, like Nginx proxying mm -hmm. to UWSGI, Nginx isn't doing any heavy lifting there. No, it's not. So if you could potentially better distribute your resources in a way that nginx is a very lightweight sort of front end mm -hmm. front facing is a better term mm -hmm. a yep. front facing server and then you dedicate more resources to uwsgi and mysql in our example you may actually come out at a similar cost to buying three comparable servers that are running all of them yeah that's a hard question so scale plus cost as one unit of mm, yeah. benefit uh -huh. versus disadvantage. So which one's say. easier to scale? Well, you can't scale a single system by nature of it, right? I mean, all you can do is just throw more hardware at the box. Yeah. You know? So that's... And eventually you reach a limit, right? You cannot get 
you can't put like fucking four motherboards in the thing. Well, you know? it's it's also about the technology, right? If you have a single MySQL mm-hmm. server, but you're overwhelming it with the number of requests you're querying or whatever, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you stand up a MySQL cluster. That's not really possible if you're running all of your services across three nodes, meaning each node is running all three services. Mm-hmm. But if you just have a node running MySQL and now you need to buy two more nodes and you have a MySQL cluster made up of three nodes you're in a very different situation sure but you're also at what like uh five servers instead of three right for cost so right scaled up and distributed from the beginning does allow you to i guess atomically scale right it lets you scale a specific aspect of that a specific service in this instance but it doesn't you know it's still i would say more expensive but the payoffs are greater how about that you get what you pay for yeah okay okay and to be fair People don't consider the cost of flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does have an associated value. But if you don't need that flexibility, that's also. But a lot of the times when you're in a situation where you do, you didn't really anticipate it. Like, oh, fuck. All of a sudden Uh, we got. This is going to be like a shitty example. Slash dotted. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Maybe younger or newer listeners or people newer to the industry may not know what slash dotted is. We got Reddit. Reddit Sure. The slash dot effect was when you would go from like maybe a hundred visits a day to about a hundred thousand or more. Because somebody shared something that you wrote on Slashdot. On Slashdot, yeah. yeah. And unlike Reddit, where you've multiple subreddits, right? Slashdot was a single it was a federated system. It was a <laughs> I am not convinced you're using that correctly. Do not believe him. No no, no 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 listen. Okay, Reddit itself is federated, but like you have subreddits, right? And they are unfederated within the federation of reddit but slash up, my to the point federated is had states of sysadmin trivia <laughs> please observe our flag states and get the fuck out of my country okay but my point is slash dot had a single feed subreddit yes. you know reddit yes, doesn't whereas reddit that. is broken up exactly yeah that's my point that's so my point. one was distributed and one wasn't. <laughs> no, no. I think that has more to do with like uptime and deliverability, right? Probably. Yeah, I mean realistically. Yeah. It, Sure, sure. But my point being, that was the Slashdot effect, as you would have a huge number of visitors back when Slashdot was actually popular and good. <clears throat> Not uh, really. yeah, yeah, don't bother with it. Definitely. Now. But that's so funny. Like, I can remember when the Slashdot effect was a thing. No, now... it was. You absolutely, you'd go to Slashdot, you'd see an article, you click on it, and you get a fucking... The site would be down, yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, too many people already did this before me. Oh, I'll have to try in like two days or whatever, yeah. Yeah, no, it was a thing, and like now... As a combination of both, like, web server performances and stuff getting way better, but also Slashdot not really being popular anymore, because it kind of sucks now, you know, like, as a result of both of those things, yeah, sorry, not sorry, both of those things, like, the Slashdot effect is non-existent. It's like, oh, I got Slashdot, it's it's maybe, like, a 5% to 10% increase in traffic, you know, not, like, 3,000%, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so, this is Everything we do goes awry. No, it's all right. There's it's never right. like a straight shot conversation with us. Well, that's it's okay. I'm so drunk. I'm getting there. I'm a little bit buzzed. All right. Yeah. But no, it's it's. I mean, we're so all right. So we just in. talked okay. about distributed versus not distributed. Right. We sort of talked about the pros and cons. You pick that up for yourselves, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to federated the versus pros and cons of federated. Yeah. Yeah. So I I so, can tell you what I prefer. So can I. Do you think we agree? Well, let's... Do you want to do this on, like, on the yeah. count of three? Ready? Ready? We'll say what we prefer. Okay. okay. One, One, two, two three. three. 
Unfederator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we both this is we weird. like Unfederator. I feel like we had a moment. Okay. We've had multiple moments this episode. This is, this is getting... We've had... Like <laughs> are, a... you, are you aroused, Jay? Are you really so aroused? aroused. I'm feeling the arousal. Engorged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a throwback. That is. What episode was that for? I don't know. Oh, boy. I'll have to see if I can find it. So here's the thing. Federated yes. is great, right? Like, for a couple of reasons, right? Like... I feel like if you don't know what you're doing, it's great. Well, and it's great for reasons that aren't necessarily security-oriented, which is where I'm coming from. So, federated authentication, great. You can use one sign-on for one service or one institution or whatever for everything you're fucking doing, right? Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Why is that a problem? Well, if your password gets compromised, somebody can now log into all of these fucking things as you. It's not just one thing, okay? Mm. I I was thinking it more of, like, Steam versus GOG. Right. No, back up. I'm going. So okay. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you finish. If somebody got my login for the University of Colorado when I was a student there, mm-hmm. they can log in to you know the IT website there and download whatever software they want. They can log into external websites that we're partnered with. It feels can... more centralized than federated. It is federated authentication. I'm telling you. <laughs> Keep you going. Fucking Keep going. idiot. Keep going. So it's single sign-on. Single sign-on is fucking. Federated. The other thing, though, that people don't think about is like today, 2018, mm-hmm. right? You go to Grubhub. You want to order Taco Bell. You can log in with fucking Facebook. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. the information that you've shared with Facebook is available to Grubhub. The information you sometimes the information that you potentially share with Grubhub is now available to Facebook. So all of a sudden, you're crossing information between all these services in a way that you don't necessarily understand on the sort of the surface level, which is not necessarily bad. But if you are actually concerned about your sort of web presence and maintaining your identity, this is a huge fucking problem all of a sudden. Would you agree with that? Mm. Well, I agree. It's a problem. I still think you're conflating federated with centralized. Are you reading? Did you read what I sent you? <laughs> I did, but I'm, I'm telling you now. I'll give you my example, right? So Steam versus GOG. Have you used both? No. Okay. So Steam has DRM and you typically have to be signed into Steam to pass the DRM check. Now, there's plenty of cases where that's not the case, you know, because they realize, hey, not everybody can get online all the time. And that is really bad for customer experience. But it used to be the case where you had to be online to play your games so it could perform the DRM check. GOG has no DRM whatsoever. Okay. You buy the game, you download the files, that's it. They run locally, they run entirely locally, whatever. To me, that is the difference between, you know, federated and unfederated. Steam, you are relying on Steam for the ability to perform this task. And with GOG games that you've installed, they're the only authority you need to worry about is where the environment is, is it's running you know what i mean yeah so that's an unfederated model you're not relying on the approval of a single source so that's you know going back to how we actually defined federated what i don't know 10 minutes ago 20 minutes ago mm-hmm. i think that's more in line right like you have sure on the plus side yeah like i think if you don't know what you're doing and you don't want to like turn up your own email server for instance gmail apps which is federated is great. That's a great service for that, right? Because you get your own private quote-unquote email. You don't need to set up postfix. You don't need to set up dubcat. You don't need to read, read the mail, RFCs, whatever. But you still have your own private mail space, so to speak. But on the other hand, it doesn't let you implement like Sieve. Like there's no Sieve for Gmail, which is a heartbreak. For those not aware, Sieve is a, a dubcat plugin and plugin for other MTAs, I think, or and MDAs, I guess it would be. That let users specify their own filtering rules using a custom language. It's super extensive and it's awesome. It's great. Doesn't have Gmail support. Whatever. 
So, you know, there's trade-offs. And I like that flexibility that an unfederated, unfederated system affords. I like maintaining my own email. I like maintaining my own web servers. I don't like getting shared shared web server space somewhere, you know? That, to me, is the distinct difference, and I think that's why we both like unfederated, even though we can't quite agree on what it is. Do, do you agree with that? Yeah, it's okay. with me on that? Okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Do you have any retort or response? No, I think that we're okay. going to have to go back and we're going to have to revisit this after we okay. do some research. Okay. We can put it in the errata. How about that? Okay. Okay. And then centralized system. I mean, this is easy. This has... I think only, well, no, I don't want to say it, actually. Centralized versus decentralized. That's, so the centralized, it's it's a lot easier to maintain, right? True. Only one sort one of location s- to consider. Yeah, 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 we'll, we'll go with that. But on the downside, the, like, I see that as, like, AWS, for instance, right? I think AWS is a good example of decentralized, where you can turn up a bunch of different servers in multiple different regions. So if one region gets knocked out, you still have two or three or whatever additional regions. I think that's a good example of decentralization. So, you know, like on the on the plus side of that, I guess, is flexibility. You know, going back to flexibility and how important that is. It does offer that, which centralized doesn't really offer. I mean, granted, you almost by necessity have to come up with some kind of config management system like Ansible, Chef, Puppet, whatever. <clears throat> Puppet. <laughs> we know. We know what you use already. You know, you, but my point is you have to use like some kind of system like that to keep them all in sync configuration wise right yes but you on the plus side also get that sort of added bonus of <sighs> flexibility i'm trying to think of a good word to replace flexibility because we've said it so many times but it's true like it, it's that it is the a good way to flexibilize you know it avoids region specific issues yeah you know like if a, a data center burns down or something that's that's where you would want a decentralized system right yeah. Yeah. But how's that different than unfederated? <laughs> well, unfederated is they answer different questions, right? Ooh. I think you can be federated and still be decentralized. Google is a good example yeah. of that, right? Yeah. Okay. Google has servers all over, but it's still one federated source. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why we have things like Anycast and things like that, right? Yeah. They assist with that mm-hmm. meshing between those two. So I don't know. I think we've kind of covered everything about this, right? Yeah. I mean, I think we have to come back and make some notes. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll definitely make we'll some notes. That. We'll I also think we should... talk about this when we're sober with each <laughs> other. And <laughs> uh, so this is what happens when Peyton leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks but a lot, no, we, Dad. It's all right. We have topic. It's good. Yeah. Next thing? Mm. On to the baddie? Yeah. All right. Yeah, go for it. My name's Jason. I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm good at it, but I am. You, 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 I'm good at it, but I am? Yes. Extremely aroused. Being um, Jason or being drunk? Yes. So, <laughs> Batty, okay. Microsoft warns Windows 10 update deletes personal uh, data. Yeah. So, yeah. although Microsoft introduced new Windows 10 monthly charges, that has not improved the quality of its updates. Shame on mm. you, Microsoft. Yeah. In fact, Microsoft has just warned all Windows 10 users that its latest upgrade may permanently delete their personal data. This is a little bit false. Microsoft's mission comes after angry Windows 10 users took to Reddit. Don't get Reddited. <laughs> <laughs> and the company's own support site warning others to urgently postpone the major 1809 update. And worse still, it turns out this should have been preventable. So, mm. for its part, and this is a good on you, Microsoft, Microsoft confirmed the news, saying that they paused the rollout of the update. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Microsoft later came along and said, we will restore all your data. I don't know how they can guarantee that, because I don't know what's really going on here. In any case, 
if you are Microsoft and you have a majority share of market share, words are good. If you have a majority of the market share with your operating system, you have mm-hmm. to do extensive testing before you roll out a fucking update. Especially no, I, I one, agree. you know, it's one thing if your update like makes somebody's computer look weird or like the graphics don't perform quite right or something like that. But you if mean the graphics? Shut up. Because it's it's just how many throwbacks in this episode? <laughs> I think we're up to like five or six. Yeah. <laughs> However, if your fucking update is deleting people's fucking data and making their computer ultimately unusable for a time, mm-hmm. you should feel bad and you get a bad. <laughs> so Microsoft, if you, Mr. Microsoft, are listening, you should feel mm. bad. Now, I, I do want to take a moment to say that we did actually, this was a news item in S3E17. It was? It was. Oh, man. It's okay. It's okay because they deserved a Betty, but we already had a Betty lined up for that episode. So I'm okay with this if you're okay with this. I'm fine with it. I mean, it's okay, definitely Betty worthy. It absolutely is. As a systems administrator, what, we can, what, 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 what words are good? What can we learn from this? <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly, you know, if you're using some kind of configuration management or any automated fashion for rolling out updates, patches, mm-hmm. changes, period, for God's sake, test it across an accurate representation of your actual population of servers and machines, your actual environment, and make sure that no machines are affected under any circumstance. I understand Can we say maybe for the most part automated patching is just a bad idea? I think it's a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really I don't automate here's a, my patching. Here's a story for our listeners. Thank God. I automate patches on my desktop and it bit it, me on the it ass bit tonight. Him in the ass. It quite did. So we're recording Friday night without Payton again, you know, as we said. But we're recording Friday night instead of our normal Wednesday night. Because on Wednesday night, I could not get Audacity and Mumble to run at the same time. Audacity would refuse to record. It said another, you know, another... The recording device was already in use. Which is true, but it wasn't an issue until then. So then I fought with it all night long and I managed to trace it down to an Alsa problem. 117, I think it was, as an issue. So I, I downgraded to 116. It's fine. Got it working. And I was like, all right, great. So we could reschedule it. We rescheduled it for tonight. I was ready to go. And then like 15 minutes before it's time to do the thing, I'm like, crap, it's not working again. And then I start running through like three different things. I'm like, what? Why is this? It's the same exact issue. Oh. So then I checked, and sure enough, my cron job for updating my desktop was, in fact, still set, and it had upgraded my downgrade. So it was back to the buggy version of Alsa. So so that happened. So maybe we could just say that as sysadmins, we can avoid a lot of issues if we just don't do automatic upgrades. Yeah, which I, I don't do anywhere. Yeah. In fact, I don't do it. Work, I just but... asked you not that long ago, like, how do you feel about me automating updates on this one system? And you were like, don't do that. I definitely set it for servers. Yeah, I do. I do not do it for any of my servers. It's a web server. Yeah. With static content only. It and doesn't matter. Yeah, he it told me matter. not to do it. So I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I told you not to do it. Yeah. But he doesn't. Listen and I think to apparently I'm going to. Well, no, I don't do it on my servers. As I just said. Well, maybe. You but I, do it I on your now am. And now I am not going to do it on my personal machines either because I. You know what the problem with that is, though? What's that? Is even if you didn't do it automatically, you still would have just run like a full update and updated everything and then it would have broken. Mm -hmm. So there's no difference in effect. It's just, I think, the choice in timing and the awareness of what is actually being updated when you do it. And it did take me a couple hours to figure it out. You know, I had to manually parse the log, the Pac Man log. 
and find out what packages I installed between a known good working date. And thank goodness we keep timestamps for this podcast, right? So I know the last time we recorded. And th- so I had, a, I had to track all packages between then and now. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was a pain in the ass is what that was. Mm-hmm. But I figured it out. I have a bug report in for shits and giggles. I'll link to it, I guess. But let's see. Confirm. Get shot down by more developers. No, no. Well, it's not the Red Hat bug tracker. There was that one time. There was <laughs> Guys, that one time. I'm going to link to it. But there was this one feature <laughs> request I put in for Versh. Where Versh for Versh. Libvert's uh, shell, basically. And I said, you know, you should support at the very least globbing, if not regexing, for machines, for machine names. Which has very div- practical application. Right? Like, like you, you can web have dev a group of names like. Star. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then you could automatically start or stop or whatever, or, you know, the shut down network access for like all of your web dev machines at once. Super handy applications, right? So I filed this feature request. And this one guy's like, yeah, no, nobody cares about this. I'm closing this. And I'm like, are, are you serious? And I got real mad about it. And then he reopened it. And it's been open ever since. And I think like one or two people have commented on it being like, yeah, this would be great. But nobody's actually taken ownership of the bug or of the feature of the quest. So how really, how hard can it be to implement that? I, I don't know, man. You know, like just so mad. It I'm could so, be hard, but it has there, like real practical application that we just demonstrated in a fucking thirty second conversation. So I know. Is there a C library for regexes? I don't know. Probably. Okay. But I don't know. Never done never done any C, so I don't I don't know. But I would imagine there is, because it's it's a pretty common thing. Yeah. Yeah. Regexes are like they're pretty ubiquitous, right? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So that's been the baddie. Small aside. Yeah. <laughs> We're really good at this. We should do it again sometime. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think that's... Oh, you know what we need to talk about? Mm, the shit show. That's right. Oh, that's right. boy. Do you want to tell my name is Jathan, and we're going to have a shit show. Uh, every year, <laughs> if you've been listening to us just for this season, you might not know this, but we've mm-hmm. definitely talked about it enough that you probably do. Last episode that we record for the season, we invite all of our friends and fans and families and people and stuff and things. To... I don't think we've ever had family on. Okay, calm down. We should get your mom to join this year. My Please. Yes, okay. In any case, to join us <laughs> for recording. So we will do like our typical intro and news, but then we will open Mumble to everybody and everybody gets mm-hmm. recorded and everybody gets included. There's very little editing. Everybody is drunk. It drags on forever. Nobody listens to it, but it's fucking fun. <laughs> I think. Some people listen to it. Probably if, like Usually it's person. the people who wanted to join the shit show, but weren't able but to. But weren't able to, yes, who listened yeah. to it. In any case, though, mm-hmm. this year's shit show for the end of season three yep. will be on December 5th, 2018, which is a Wednesday night. That's our normal recording night at mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. So. So sucks if you're in Europe. But, it does. I'm sorry. You know, but it's really hard whatever. to accommodate everybody. And like we've tried doing a weekend and that's not any better. And nobody nobody showed shows up. up. That was worse. Yeah. So we're going to stick to our normal recording night. Yep. It is one night out of the year. So take some time to drink with us. If you don't drink because you need to get up the next day or whatever and be reasonable, like have a drink or have no drinks, but still come join us. It's a lot of fun. Typically, you know, it starts out very serious and quickly falls off the rails from there. I don't think we've ever started a show out seriously. Well, we... Yes. Okay. 
<laughs> pretend. It's, it's, Sometimes it's been... we pretend like we're serious. Right. We, we tackle very hard ethical topics like rape in the animal kingdom. <laughs> Ducks don't know rape, by the way. They have no concept of rape. It's unclear. No, it's it's not unclear. That's, that's some that's... ducks probably know what they're doing. <laughs> Just I talked listen to S two E twenty two. If you want to hear the whole discussion, I think I made some good points about it. But that's the kind of thing you can expect from the shit show. Yeah. In any Very case, we will tweet about irreverent. it. We will put it in the topic in our IRC channel. There are a few people who we will individually reach out to to make sure that they know and will be involved. Yep. I will probably buy a special bottle of alcohol. You should do the same if you want. <laughs> or drink PBR. It's your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think that's it. That's, that's it. That's, this is I fucking this great. Is good. This is great. Yeah. This has been System Minutes Trivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. And thanks. We'll see you around. Bye.